Hey bright ones, it's Savi from lovingawareness.org and Illuminate Your Circle. And it's been a minute since we've sat down to talk together. Time just keeps flying, doesn't it? My gosh. And yet, I don't know, it almost sometimes feels to me like we're suspended in time. But by observing nature around me, I know that's not the case. Time marches on, and really there's no such thing as time. But the changes, the flow, the current of life, it does keep moving. And as I sit here with you today, in this moment, to receive whatever message wants to flow through, I really want to just take a moment to center right where we are. to just become aware of the breath in our bodies that's breathing us alive and to give gratitude for that breath and to know that the very fact that our bodies continue to breathe us alive is a gift and every breath is a reminder to us to be conscious of that gift and to bring ourselves into greater and greater alignment with our breath, with the recognition that we are alive and that we are here right now very much on purpose. And to just drop into what that really means to us. Because it doesn't necessarily mean what we think it does. Or maybe we don't think about it at all. But I guess I'm just really inviting us right now to become aware of our breath, to become aware of the fact that every breath that we breathe means that we are alive in these being bodies. And we are alive living this experience right here, right now, very much on purpose. We are here on this planet very much on purpose. And we can make a big deal or a small deal about that. It doesn't really matter. What does matter is how we feel about it. How do we feel about how we're living this precious experience? And how conscious are we of the moments that we're living? So just right here, right now, giving gratitude for the breath that breathes us alive and giving ourselves permission to ask ourselves moment to moment, breath by breath, how am I living my experience alive? With every breath, I choose consciousness. With every breath, I choose to be here now. We don't think about that very often. We don't think about that it is a conscious choice to be here now. We're not just here to breathe until our bodies expire. And we take our last breath. That's not what we're here for. It's not about the end point, the end game of that last breath. It's about what we live into this experience in the space in between. 
And I mean the space in between along that linear timeline of our life experience, and I also mean that liminal space in between the breath, where we can really bring our consciousness alive. I'm sitting here receiving this guidance to talk about the breath and how we can bring ourselves home to the breath because the guidance that's really coming strong right now is the breath is the one thing that is always with us. It's the one thing that while we're in this lived experience that we can count on. Our breath is there. It's there breathing us alive, guiding us moment by moment. In many traditions, faiths, indigenous cultures, the breath is so highly regarded. It is regarded as our greatest teacher, our greatest master. And yet most of the time in our culture, we really don't give much recognition, credence or power to this breath that breathes us alive. It literally is what animates our life force into being. So much is shifting and changing in this world right now on pretty much every level, every facet of our beingness. Mother Nature is crying out across the globe. As of this time of this recording, Mother Nature has created a lot of devastation through the hurricanes that have moved across this planet. And there are many, many people who are completely devastated right now, have completely lost everything that they have as far as material nature goes, lost their homes, lost memories, pictures, memorabilia that are kept in those homes, lost loved ones, lost furry companions, so much loss and so much devastation and so much time ahead that it will take to rebuild what will be new, what will never be what was. And in the midst of that loss that we as a humanity have to come together in and really feel and and ask ourselves, how is it that we can be of service during this time? For some of us, it will mean that we will go to these areas of devastation and help in serving through the rebuilding process on all the levels that will be necessary. And others of us may not be able to physically be in these locations where so much help and service is needed. But we can ask ourselves, in what other ways can we help? Maybe it's through a financial support of donation and contribution in some way, goods or monies. Maybe it's through intense prayer and intense intention 
and intense, intense vision holding for seeing a way through. No matter who we are on this planet, no matter what is happening in our current looks as if reality, we are all connected. All of life is interconnected. And when there is pain and suffering happening in this world, and there is every single day, we can't turn a blind eye to that. On some level, we feel that. Those of us that are sensitive souls on this planet, those of us that are very empathic, we can feel things that are happening to our human brothers and sisters and to all life on this planet, honestly, across the landscape of this world. Energetically, we feel these pulses. We feel the feelings. We feel the connection. And in my heart, I know that as hard as that can be sometimes for sensitive souls, for us tender-hearted creatures, I believe that it's a good thing. I believe that it's good for us to know that we are all interconnected and that the choices that we make in our day-to-day -day experiences affect all of life across the planet, not just what is in the looks as if reality that is right in front of us. It would be silly for us to imagine that our world is really that small and that what we choose as action in this world only affects such a small radius around us. Our choices ripple out like dropping a pebble in the water and we see the circles of influence that the pebble created as it dropped into the water. Every action, every deed, every word, every thought, honestly, that we have, each and every one of us, is like a pebble dropping into the water that then radiates and reverberates out. Every thought, every word, every action, every step, every deed is felt in the energetic vibration of this planet. And feelings are super heightened right now. We're feeling a lot. And it's good for us to remind ourselves that we're having our own experience and that we have these deep feelings and that these feelings are ours. They are intrinsically related to the experiences that we've had that have shaped and formed us. And these feelings many times aren't only ours. We are feeling the feelings of the collective. And what is the collective? Collective consciousness, the consciousness of all that is, all life, all of humanity, all of nature. Because we are not apart from nature, we are a part of her. We are nature. And consciousness and the feelings of the experience reverberate out. And all of that is perceptible within each and every one of us. Some who may be listening now may think, 
I have no clue what she's talking about, but probably you've moved on to listening to someone else by now if that's the case. And if you're still here listening, that means that this is striking a chord, that there is a chord of resonance within you that is knowing and having a visceral palpable experience right now of what it is to know your own feelings, to know your own emotional landscape, to be getting to know that even more clearly and more deeply moment to moment, day by day right now, because that is a huge part of our learning curve, our earth school at this moment, is becoming more aware of our emotional landscape and what it really means. We're becoming aware in that place. And as you're listening here and now, we're becoming aware that our feelings are much more diverse and complex and not so self-centric as what we may sometimes brush them off as being. I really believe lately that anytime we're having a personal lived experience and we're having feelings around that lived experience, whatever those feelings are, I can feel and sense and know that there are multiple layers of experience that extend into the collective that are also animating my own personal experience. So what I mean by that is if I'm feeling particularly, I might notice a wave of the one that's coming in right now is just a wave of sadness, like a deep sadness, an intense sort of grieving sadness. And at first when I recognize that feeling in myself, I, I may stop, literally physically stop in my shoes in that moment and say, whoa, what is this wave of intense sadness and grief that I'm feeling? And as I poke around in that a little bit, I may notice, oh, I'm... I had a flash of a memory that triggered a little bit of sadness um, around something that happened to me a long time ago that I didn't even realize I was thinking about. Maybe someone said something in my immediate surroundings. Maybe I heard something in a podcast or even lyrics in a song or a movie that I'm watching. Something that made me, made a part of my consciousness reflect on a particular memory that then evokes this particular feeling space because we are empathic and we are empathetic. They are not the same thing. We are feeling people. We feel shifts in energy. And even if we're watching a movie that is fictional, that has characters in it that are portraying a story, there is a felt sense that is experienced in our bodies if someone in that movie is experienced sadness, a deep sadness, a grieving sadness. And we begin to feel that feeling. And we can become aware then of that feeling and what is it evoking in us? What is, it, what is it asking of us? What is it asking us to explore? Is there something in our feeling landscape, in our experience, in this human life that we're living, that our feelings are asking us to acknowledge, to look at a little bit more deeply, and then allow ourselves to just take the elevated perspective maybe of a hawk or an eagle that can survey from a great elevated 
landscape and just notice what else might be there in the periphery of that feeling experience. And just notice what else is operating. You know, we're only aware of like 2% of the thoughts that we're thinking. Our brains and our consciousness are so much more animated and complex than we can even wrap our minds around, honestly. And if we're only aware of 2% of the thoughts that we're thinking, that leaves a whole myriad, plethora of thought that is unconscious, unexplored. And so when we're taking this elevated vantage point of eagle or hawk and we're allowing the vantage point to be expanded, then we may become aware of some of the other thought processes and patterns that are happening more in the recesses of our consciousness. I was hearing knock, knock, knocking and the woodpeckers are tap, tap, tapping on these elevated aspects for us to become more aware of. So we become more aware that the news that we took in, that the images that we've seen recently, we become more aware of um, how they have impacted what it is that we're feeling, what it is that we're experiencing. We become aware of how impactful everything that we are exposed to is in our experience. And we become aware then of the feeling nature of others in our human family who are experiencing loss and sadness and grief. And why am I talking about this? I think it's because it's important for us to recognize that we are multifaceted and multidimensional creatures. That we are not just this linear experience. We're not just what happens in our day-to-day, moment-to-moment, in the time frame of said schedule for this day, for this week. We are so much more than that. And yet we sort of live our lives like we're on that meandering path or that hamster wheel of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, repeat. And we just show up for the things that have been plugged into our calendars and That is not the whole of this human experience, not even close. And I guess this comes up often, right, is can we slow down enough to become more consciously aware of all that is operating in this experience? Can we lean into the amazingness that's really available to us in these experiences? And you may be thinking, well, Savi, you just brought up sadness and grief, deep sadness, intense sadness and grief. Why would I want to make myself more available to that? And I say, because it's a part of our experience. We would not be feeling these things to just brush them off and turn our head and focus towards something else that will distract us or keep us busy or keep us moving forward. Yes, we need to move forward, but there is medicine and there is magic in becoming more and more aware of what it is that we're actually experiencing beyond the mundane, beyond the showing up for the things, showing up for work, showing up for how we care for and tend for 
for our to our families um, how we help and support and serve one another those are all super important things but the deeper experience is something that happens inside of us that we don't necessarily give ourselves maybe even give ourselves permission to explore but that we definitely don't give ourselves enough time and space to explore and this is really what we're here for this is why we're here having this human experience yes we're here to have the human experience of of doing the doing that we do all the things yes we're also here to have the experience of just sitting still and being present and listening to the birds listening to all of the nature sounds that are present in every moment a dog just barked across the highway all of the things to notice the shade of blue that the sky is today and how that shade of blue changes from moment to moment depending on what's happening in nature to notice how the shades of green that are in the trees in the spring is entirely different than the shades of green that happen when nature starts to lean into the fall season. To notice how the air, even if there's not a huge breeze and wind happening, how it's not just static and stagnant, that it moves, that it's alive. And that brings me back to where we started, the breath in our bodies. No matter what is happening to us in our human experience, our breath is animating us. Our breath is here for us. It is guiding us. It is alive. It is literally what brings us alive. And so coming back to that breath, coming back to where we started this conversation together, our breath is always going to guide us home. Becoming aware of the breath in our bodies is medicine. Listening to the breath, being conscious of the breath, being alive in the breath. Allowing the breath to regulate our experience. If we're feeling super agitated, super heightened, super spinny, um, foggy, uh, any of all of the above, you know, and we just need to bring ourselves into a state that feels more balanced, more centered, more whole, more present. We can ask the breath to do that for us. And just by bringing our awareness to that, the breath will automatically respond by becoming more slow, deeper in the body, more relaxed. And as a result of that happening with the breath in our bodies, in very short amount of time, in three breaths, even in one, if you really request it, one breath, say, listen, breath, guide me, teach me, show me one breath that will bring me back to center. And then follow the breath and allow it to do that. You'll notice if you're spinning out, if you're feeling chaos, if you're feeling agitated, frustrated, everything is all tensed up, you're going to notice that the breath is also held very high in the body and that the breath is very shallow and that there's just so much tension around it. And if you just bring your consciousness, a leaf just fell and hit me right in the nose. If you bring your 
consciousness to that breath and you say, oh my gosh, I'm noticing, I'm noticing. Breath, guide me, guide me home. And then automatically you'll feel a softening in the body. And therefore, a softening in the nervous system. Regulation starts to happen. And suddenly you feel softening of the tension. You feel able to expand the breath in the body. You feel more relaxed. We can give ourselves this kind of tune-up medicine as many times as we need it during the day. There's no limit. You can't overdose on bringing yourself home through the guidance of your breath. It's the best medicine and it is the one thing that we have with us all the time. Um, I use flower essences, I use um, um, essential oils, crystals, you know, nature, like all of these different things to help bring a more centered, calm, present balance in my experience. But the one thing that I have with me all the time that I don't have to remember to pack or throw into my pocket or in a bag that I'm taking with me. The one thing I always have with me, no matter where I am, is the breath. My breath. The breath that animates me, that brings my life force alive. And it's the one thing that you have with you at all times, always as well. And that, my friends, is medicine worth using. So I know that I have talked for a long while here again. Oftentimes when I sit down for these, pretty much every time I say, okay, it can be quick, 10 minutes. But then I don't look at the clock because time disappears. It's, it's not relevant, honestly. It's not important in these moments. What's important is what wants to come through, what wants to be shared. And here today, what really wanted to be shared is to remind you of the power of the medicine of your breath. To use your breath, to call upon your breath as a teacher and guide that it is. And to allow, just with the purity of your intention, breath, I need you right now. Guide me home. Guide me to balance. Guide me to stillness. Guide me to center. Those are magic words. Do not doubt the power of your words and the power of your intention and the power of the consciousness of your breath to guide you home, whatever it is that you're experiencing. So with that, let's take a deep breath together, here and now, breathe in. And release. Very good, and just allow yourselves to breathe consciously. And just in these final moments here, let's use the power of our intention through the power of our breath to send healing love. Sending the healing power of our love to every single being on this planet 
that needs it right now and in every moment moving forward knowing that the power of this healing love that we are radiating out continues exponentially to ripple and it actually grows in strength as it ripples out it doesn't weaken it exponentially grows and becomes more and more powerful and more and more sustainable sending the power of that love the power of that healing love from our hearts out to every being on this planet that needs it right now and in every moment moving forward and with this intention we put that times infinity that the power and the sustenance, the sustaining power of this intention, of this love, of the rippling quality, the vibration of this wave that we are sending, is there evermore to infinity and beyond. Just really breathing and believing, allowing, allowing that truth to be real. It is real it is so it is so thank you dear ones for being here for listening for receiving and for actively participating in using the power of love that is within you for good. Trusting the sustainability of that, knowing its power, knowing its infinite potential, and knowing the medicine power that lies within you through your breath. Thank you for receiving that wisdom, that truth, and thank you for putting that to work. We are all here as alchemists, magical humans living this experience alive. Sensitive souls, dear ones, bright ones, I wish us all well. Be safe, be real, be well, be love.